it's going. It's going. It's Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? Saskatchewan? Sasquatch? Is he from Saskatchewan? The Sasquatch from Saskatchewan. That sounds like... Must be, right? No, because Sasquatch is Oregon. Sasquatch? Is it? uh, Northwest Pacific... Well, is is Saskatchewan in Northwest Canada? Saskatchewan is Canada, yeah. But is it Northwest Canada? Um, And even then, Oregon is further south than Canada. Yeah, Oregon's... In, below uh, Seattle, so yeah, it's in yeah. the states. So, uh, well, I guess coast. it's like a big area because they haven't found him. So yeah, well, they they found him. They made a TV show about him. It was like Harry and the Henderson. Yeah, that's what. And then that guy turned out to be an alien. What the main guy? Yeah, he was. Uh, well, he started living on some third rock that was oh away from oh, the sun. Oh shit! Was that John? John Lithgow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fairly one hundred. I'm fairly ninety nine percent sure. And yeah, sure. Fair enough. Shirtin. Shirtin. Shirtin about Shashashkawan. <laughs> Shirtin about the Shashquatch of Shashkachuan. Sure. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Well, the, the Canadian Prime Minister got apparently a load of hate because on Canada Day, he forgot to name one of the provinces. Like, because he named off, like, I don't know how many there are, but the highlight reel I showed, I watched, was um, he named like 12 provinces and he was like, Manitoba, <laughs> and then Ontario, whatever. And then he just forgot to mention the other one. He went, "Oh, by the way, anyone from blah 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 blah? I love you guys." <laughs> <laughs> he did name you. Like, don't worry. Like, <laughs> pretty sure Donald Trump couldn't name all the states. Pretty sure <laughs> Theresa May couldn't name all the shires or all whatever the fuck we have counties. Saskatchewan is in Middle Canada. Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah. Middle Canada. Right, so Middle it's South. The, it's not on the coast. Yeah, because like, it's on the border of America. New England is like northwest, isn't it? I think New England's northeast. Northeast, northeast yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. And then northwest is like the Yukon. Is that the um, Yukon? It's YT. What's YT? Yeah, Yukon is the very northwest if you don't count Alaska, apparently. And then, yeah, British Columbia is above. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, I went to British Columbia quite BC. And Alberta. Scan BC. <laughs> Scan BC Scan. <laughs> Uh, reference to completely, something completely different. Yeah. Um, so last week, um, I complained of being in immense pain. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Turns out I needed surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still recovering. Maybe not gas. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that is one of the um, signs. It just feels like trapped wind. All right. And then the trapped wind forms into a cloud of death. Yeah. <laughs> that turns out my appendix was um, exploding. Well, not exploding, yeah. but yeah, exploding. exploding. One, yeah. <laughs> I think inflamed. that was giving off the gas. Yeah, very inflamed. Just ready to go. Yeah, and um, yeah, like that, um, the night of the podcast, I tried to sleep and went like a massive fever and was in, in immense pain in my abdomen. And I was like, oh, I'll call 111 because I'm I'm just... Because it's closer to me than the nine, so... <laughs> well, it's just... I'm just so... I'm so polite. Yeah. But I don't want to be, but it's like, look, I, I can walk around. I might just need to shit. Yeah. Like, I don't want to worry anybody. The one was like, <laughs> call yeah... Call 111. Sounds... Uh, hi. My arms seem to have fallen off. I dialed in with my nose. Is there any chance you could send a taxi to just pick me up and take me to the doctor. Well, it's just the, the emergency services, right? I kind of feel like you should be able to deal with them all on your own. Right. Like, if, if you need to call the police, yeah, you should call the police. 
but I feel like for some stupid reason, I should be able to deal with the situation myself. <laughs> At least you're a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but so it works for police. Like, oh, someone's broken into my house. Right. Well, I need to take, deal with the situation and, yeah. and whatever, deal, deal, deal with the burglar. Uh, fire department, I'll turn the tap on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need to look, you should, you should learn how to fireproof your apartment or your, your living area and then learn how to put out fires. Don't put water on grease fire, all those, yeah. all those little things. Yeah. You should know how to deal with that. Yeah. And then emergency situation, emergency health situations, like your arm's falling off. You'd be like, right, I need to clot the bleeding and, you know, do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just little things like that. But the, the hospital thing does get a lot, it's a lot harder to deal with. Like I wouldn't be able to remove my appendix. Yeah, like I do feel like you, you should probably give that to someone else and let them deal with it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, it's a, a, it was a weird experience. Like, yeah, called on one because I, I genuinely all the way through the whole situation, I was like, if I there's this, if if I just let a burp loose, have I wasted everyone's time? Yeah, and then but at the same time, I had a very tender organ. Like I could, if I pressed on my stomach, it was like that's tender. Yeah. Like it's not as painful as it was, but it's 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 gone. It's getting better. Mm. Like it'll never get better. <laughs> it, it will never ever get better. You have to have it removed. Yeah. Now that it's fucked, it's <clears throat> fucked. So I wasn't even in agonising pain anymore. I'd kind of gone through the worst of it. I was just sat in hospitals waiting while they were like, oh, "Don't worry, we, we might have to push your surgery back." So, oh yeah, don't worry, I'm I'm fine here. Yeah. So long as I don't you know roll around too much, I'm all right. Um. But yeah, got it removed. It was inflamed. Blah 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 blah. But hospitals, what's that about? <laughs> <laughs> I, it was perfectly normal to be honest. Apart yeah. from years of customer service experience, mm. I did feel like I was. It's like customer service could be improved here. I kind of felt like I've just kind of fallen under the radar, which is fine. Yeah. But I've kind of been sat around for six hours and I could do with something. It's like, yeah, it's 1 a.m. I've been here since 8 a.m. Can I have a bed? Like, <laughs> my bedtime is 8 p.m. Can I yeah. please have a bed? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, they, they said I was fine. I'm good to go. But I should wait until a pill arrives. Right. Because they order all of your pills. A pill. Yeah. Bring in the pill. <laughs> they bring them all in single servings. So, right. like, if say you want a paracetamol, so if you take a double dosage, they have to go twice. Basically, <laughs> but yeah, this um, yeah, there's, and then after three hours, they're like, "Why are you still here?" So, well, I've been told I have to stay here until this pill arrives. Yeah. They, oh, they haven't even started making it yet. Oh, can you tell them making to stop? the pill, <laughs> or you know, putting it in a box? Yeah. <laughs> can you tell them to stop? Oh, yeah. Right. Well, can you just do that so I can go home, please? Yeah. <laughs> and it was oh, fun. this was the following day. This was after surgery. Yeah. Right. Like, when they said I could go home. Yeah, because uh, my appendix is fine, but I've got three holes in my belly, right. which is basically like it, it feels like I've it feels like what I imagine getting shot is like nowhere. It's no getting shots probably a lot worse than this. <laughs> well, it's but, it's slightly less precise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, but it's like three arrows have just been fired into the, my stomach. Yeah, so it's just yeah. I'm just those are the things that are healing. Is just the things that are sticking out my sticking out of my torso. Yeah, um, so getting that fixed. And the only weird thing that was of any note was the anaesthetist was a bit weird, but he hangs around sleeping gas all day. <laughs> <laughs> he would only look at me with one of his eyes. And when I yeah. mean that, I mean he'd turn his head so only one of his eyes could see me. <laughs> like wall-eye vision. <laughs> he'd be like, so, hello, Mr. Snip. And then, just, <laughs> and then he'd switch to the other side of his head. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> it's all right, mate. It's all right. 
Uh, yeah, just, he was purposefully very. He was just. He was very eccentrically strange. Yeah, which I, was great. Yeah, but I just thought it was just funny that he was of, of all the weird people who had to be the anaesthetist. <laughs> and then like some guy came in, and was like, "Hey man, give me a high five. I'm here just to watch you get dosed." <laughs> right. It was a teaching hospital, right? Okay. I should mention. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. staffs, isn't it? So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Fucking awesome hospital as well. Actually. Like I we. I've been to like Leighton to visit people and stuff, and that place is a fucking shithole. And that was the <laughs> that's like the other choice. Like you right. go to Leighton or you go to Staffs if you're around here, and Staffs had like loads of money pumped into it, and it's yeah, it's it's, it's a pretty nice place for a hospital anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the whole experience was fine. It was just yeah. it's just an inconvenience. Your mate was weird. My mate. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forgot. Um, I forgot. I, I thought I'd have time to pop home and pick up all my medication before anything like, no, you're not allowed to leave because you might explode. <laughs> so, well, and thank fuck I did, man. Like, well, I had to, basically I had to get my sleep apnea machine, which mm. I, I, before the operation, I thought it's not something that I need, but it's something that helps. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, I need it. Yeah. I really fucking need it. And, and, and hospitals don't know how to use it. <laughs> and just to I mean I don't know if anyone knows a sleep apnea machine it's just a mask you put on your face mm. and you press an on button and that's all you have to do and the the, the most uncomfort I, well, a large amount of discomfort I had after the operation was due to sleep apnea yeah because <laughs> it's worse if you sleep on your back and you have to be on your back yeah and it's, it yeah. was just a nightmare it was just like eh, I'm fucking dying but yeah when um, when you came to drop it off this is fucking the just Everything about him was wrong, and I'm not. I'm going to list some of the things, but it, these aren't individually wrong. Like he was albino, yeah, nothing wrong with that. No, he was cross-eyed. There's a lot wrong with that, as you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> usually, the sign of a tosspot. <laughs> For those of you who haven't listened to the podcast before, Steve's a tosspot. <laughs> Just like to make make clear that it often takes people a few times of seeing me before they think something's a bit off. Like, my eyes aren't yeah. severely crossed. Not severely, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, well, let's put it this way. Until you addressed it, yeah. Like I was aware that something was wrong. <laughs> but only towards the end. Yeah. Only, like, recently like before. Like the opposite of a painting. The eyes just don't follow you around the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just, I just didn't know whether you just didn't want to make eye contact. Because you're kind of someone who doesn't. I You probably just, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because you do, you are the kind of person who would probably just avoid eye contact. Yeah, just yeah. to be like, nah. So like, oh, you probably just don't want to look me in the eye. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, but yeah, this uh, this guy, um, yeah, he was an albino with with um, one very lazy eye, very notice, bloodshot, I lazy eyes. The eye, but I suppose that's normal for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was weird. He was on two sides of the room at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, indeed, he, he just as soon as soon as I met him. So I got moved into this quiet waiting room while wait while when I got died like look you're having you need surgery um you need we'll give you antibiotics but you need to be on an IV and shit and we'll sort that out go in this other room and <laughs> he, he barges in going like nurse nurse can I change this to channel 5 <laughs> uh, yeah does anyone mind like no he then persists to never watch the television he it wasn't like there was a show that you wanted to watch yeah he put it on channel five and then never watched it again he, he, the guy just seemed to have like zero social skill you're having a full-on conversation just just constantly yeah well I, I was in and interrupting i was being polite but i was also kind of being like the oh i'm putting in minimal effort so get the fucking hint yeah because he wanted me to fix his phone 
And yeah. the only reason I think he thought I'd be good at that is because I was watching something on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's watching Netflix on his phone. He must be able to set up a new Google account or at least guess yeah. the password to 17 of my Google accounts. <laughs> and then he wanted me to put a SIM card into another. And it was it just didn't fit. I was like, well, yeah. is there another one? Or I don't know. I've, I've never used your phone before. Yeah. I don't know what the deal yeah, is. He got Vix to do it in the end. <laughs> yeah. When we visited. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, he was just a fucking leech, and he got really he kept on pissing off the nurses because he wanted meds to be given to him. Right, and he was like, "I he's got his medication on him." Yeah, but he wants free meds now. Basically, is the thing, and he, I think he's he's on a lot of medication. He had a load of notes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I got the impression just by the amount of notes he had that he, either he was something was he was quite severely sick, um, but. Uh, yeah, he kept complaining to the nurses about nothing. And they were just like, look, we'll see you when we see you. Leave me yeah. the fuck alone. Yeah. And yeah, he just kept on, kept on just poking and poking and poking. <laughs> I was just, just fucking leave. I, I wasn't in as much pain at that point. So I was like, whatever. I, I, I would have had my headphones in the whole time I was there. Just I had come. earphones Oh, and he just kept... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had, um, I, I had to buy some at the... Um, there's a WH Smith in the hospital. Yeah. There's also a subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a great hospital. The subway, yeah. Right next to the pre-surgery ward <laughs> where no one's allowed to eat for yeah. know, X amount of time. Except Jared. Jared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he eats something new now. <laughs> He's in prison for things he shouldn't have done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so hospital was weird. I'm still in pain. It's... Takes you to a fucking dark place. Yeah. Just being injured. Yeah. Just your whole brain, just your whole value thing just goes, just changes. And like, like yeah, going, for, it's pretty bad post-op pain to the point, like immediately after the operation and being wheeled around, fucking weird. Yeah. Especially like after the operation because you're in pain and stuff. But I was in pain afterwards. And again, like every time you want a pain med, they have to send off to the chemist and get an individual dosage yeah and like they gave me codeine which didn't have any i didn't feel like it had any effect really yeah so they went and got ribena flavored morphine (laughs) (laughs) for kids (laughs) well it was just like (laughs) we need morphine just take it off this dying kid (laughs) this bearded guy's complaining too much give me that kid (laughs) no no i need my morphine where you go where you go Shut up, you'll be dead in a day. <laughs> you don't like Ribena. Yeah. <laughs> I want strawberry flavoured morph. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just gave me this. I'm sure, it wasn't off. just like cowpole. Just like, just drink this and shut up. <laughs> well, I don't know, but either that, well, if it, it helped, so I don't yeah. know whether it certainly sorted everything out. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just afterwards, it's just fucking. It's just that part of being an adult. Yeah, I think it's this. Yeah, it's that that feeling that you usually get when you're the elder of your clan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, my support structure is me. Like my family, coincidentally, went on holiday. Yeah, while I was having an, <laughs> like the morning that I started having symptoms. Yeah. Like, well, we're gonna go to Greece. All right, we'll see. You, <laughs> see you later. Then. Um, but it's not much they could do anyway. But uh, yeah, then it was just like I just drive myself to hospital. Yeah, and just and just yeah, sort everything out. Tell them everything. Okay, well, all right. I'll just drive myself away from hospital. Like <laughs> you can't drive for ten days. Well, I'm not. I'm going to walk. Like there's <laughs> nothing I can do. And it's like I can't leave called. my car. 
Yeah, but I can't like, leave my car in a car park. No, it's true. For like a week. Yes. So it's like, oh, you know, I'll have to get my car out of the car park. So <laughs> get that done. And then you're just at home. It's like, well, start looking after the dog again. <laughs> start. Well, better clean this house now. It's like, I still need to cook, clean, <laughs> wash, yeah. all this kind of stuff. You're just like, where, where, you know, when you're younger and that, you've got people to help you out. And, or you live with a group of people that help, help you out and everything. It's like, oh, well people still go to work and still do this it's like oh it's pain I'm just clean and yeah try and cook a pot noodle which was more trouble <laughs> than I think it was worth <laughs> hot water yeah, well, hot. getting to the hot water and then like trying lifting a car uh, yeah <laughs> it's just like oh! <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so yeah I might I might twinge a little bit because um, still in pain um, but it's recovering it's just yeah getting better it just takes time um, but yeah, in other news, mm. the Arkansas Capitol Dome can be seen lit against the night sky as a Dodge Dart accelerates to 10, then 20 miles an hour. Oh my goodness, a man says as he flicks on his car's lights and then yells, Freedom! The vehicle speeds up the hill and smashes into the Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities say the man in the video is Michael Tate Reed, an alleged serial destroyer of Ten Commandments oh, monuments. Yeah. <laughs> he was arrested by state capitol police officers at the scene early Wednesday, according to Chris Powell, a spokesman for the Arkansas Secretary of State. Why he's chiming at the Reed is charged with criminal trespass, first degree criminal mischief, and defacing objects of public interest. Yeah. <laughs> first degree criminal mischief. <laughs> Uh, that object of public interest was a three-ton granite monument that had been installed less than 24 hours before its violent pre-dawn demise on the southwest lawn of the state capital in Little Rock. <laughs> it's just a, like a granite gravestone with the Ten Commandments written on it. That's all it is. And this guy just goes around smashing them whenever they're built. <laughs> it's, isn't it something to do, it's, it's to do with a protest for the separation of church and state or basically, something like that. Basically, yeah. Like, By yeah, driving his car into He things. has nothing against the Ten Commandments yeah. or against religion. Yeah. He just says that the government shouldn't be paying for religious murals or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's like, true. Yeah, it's, it's an extreme way to, yeah. to deal with it. After plans for the Ten Commandments monuments were announced, the Satanic Temple pushed for a competing statue of Baphomet, a goat-headed, angel-winged creature accompanied by two children smiling at it. Um, this got turned down, apparently. Yeah. Other states have grappled with similar Ten Commandments controversies, including Oklahoma, which is sort of £5,000 monument on its capital grounds in 2012. Um, in 2014, Reed rammed a car into that monument. Yeah. Uh, Powell said, but it was replaced and stood on the capital grounds until the state Supreme Court ruled it had to be removed. A judge ordered Reed to receive mental health treatment after that incident in 2014. He was diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder and released under an agreement that required him to continue treatment. Uh, Your Honour, I resent the idea that my my client is crazy. I prefer to think of him as hmm, mischievous. In the first degree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did send a rambling letter to the newspaper, apologising and describing the voices in his head and his attempts to recover from mental health issues. So at least, he, you know, he wrote rambling letter. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he also detailed one incident where voices told him to crash his car into other vehicles. Oh. But instead, he wrecked on a highway median. So he didn't hit vehicles, right. he just smashed into yeah. the middle of the road. He was like, look, they told me to kill people. I 
opted against that, but you know, <laughs> tried to appease them in some way. Yeah, he's, he's a rational guy. Yeah. He's rational. He's rambled, but he's rational. In the past, he has walked into federal buildings to spit on portraits. <laughs> <laughs> made threats against former President Barack Obama and set money on fire, according to the world. <laughs> I'm assuming the world's like a magazine. <laughs> Just according to the world. This guy says sending money on fire. So saith the world. Yeah. Reed appears to allude to the Oklahoma toppling incident in a Facebook post before the Arkansas statue is rammed. His quote is, I'm a firm believer that for our salvation, we not only have faith in Jesus Christ, but we also obey the commands of God and that we confess Jesus as our Lord. But one thing I do not support is the violation of our constitutional right to have the freedom that's guaranteed to us, that guarantees us the separation of church and state, because no religion should the government represent. I'm going to bit Yoda at the end there. Um, later, he said he's back at it again and asks for people to donate money to help repair his car. Right. <laughs> he's crowdfunding. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving. Oh, you know, some people are terminally ill. Some people yeah. just want to smash their car into yeah. into government buildings. I wrote my own car off. Do us a favour. <laughs> yeah. I'm back at it again. I need a new <laughs> car to destroy the Ten Commandments. <laughs> it's just, he's, 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 he's continually doing it. And I'm assuming yeah. it's within like the same state or something. What was it? Arkansas and Little Rock. I can't remember where Little Rock is. but it's, In Arkansas. Is it in Arkansas? Yeah. So maybe he's just doing it all in Arkansas. And, and well, Oklahoma's not in Arkansas. Yeah, he's going across state lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's being hunted by the Road opiate. trip! <laughs> <laughs> road trip to freedom. Road trip through the road. Oh my goodness. <laughs> freedom! <laughs> oh, you mischievous man. <laughs> <laughs> just in the first degree. Um, in other news, I'm interested in what you think of this. Um, a teenager recovering from cancer has spoken of her devastation after her school banned her from its prom because she didn't attend enough classes. 16-year-old Alex Dallas, mm. who attended Orminston Bolingbroke Academy in Runcorn, Cheshire. But uh, Bolingbroke. Oh. Is this in England? Yeah, that's close. Runcorn, oh, right. Runcorn is up near Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, really? Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, in preparation for her... Was it called a prom? Uh, I don't know. I think we had a sort of we prom. I don't remember it being called a prom, though. <laughs> I remember mine, but only because the prom was shit. Like, it was just uh, held in a hotel. But me and my girlfriend at the time, we, we booked a room in the hotel because, like, fuck it, let's get wasted. Yeah. And um, decided to do stupid pranks all the way through. <laughs> so we put a fish in the trouser press. And- <laughs> Pulled the a dead cup- fish. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> no, it was an aquatic trouser press. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, I think at one point we pulled the covered onto its side so it was a rowing boat and then we would row down the halls. Instead of going to prom. After the prom. Oh uh, right, okay. Yeah, because we ended up getting like nine people into the hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, let's just wreck this and, and it'd be cool. Um so that was, my, that was my prom. Um, in preparation for the prom, she decided to undergo a life-threatening operation to remove a tumour in her head in December last year, rather than waiting until the summer. Following the operation, she took home tuition lessons in order to remain up to date with her learning. Her mother spent nearly 400 quid on a pink lace dress, 60 quid on shoes, and her grandmother bought her a £100 makeover for the prom. 
However, the school said she failed to attend class for two weeks beforehand, the requirement for pupils who wanted to go to the prom. Mm. So because she didn't attend school because of a brain tumour, she's not allowed to go to prom. Oh, Right, I thought she just hadn't shown up. She was being truant or something like. I think the context here is that she she hasn't attended a lot. I think it's for like the last six months. Right, she hasn't really been attending very much. If there's um, a genuine medical reason, then they're being pricks. If she's right. being truant, then no, fuck off. You shouldn't be going to the prom. But is not allowing her to come to the prom also a potentially medically responsible decision? What if she's mean? unable to go to school mm. because of health issues, yeah telling her not to come into school because of those same health issues is that not it depends i think it depends how highly you value the prom yeah because the 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 way this article takes it is that it's um i think every lit i'll carry on reading um because she hasn't been in school for six months we asked for her to come in for one hour a day over a two-week period before the prom so we could make an assessment and so she could interact with other students is the school's defense unfortunately she did not do so and so we reluctantly took the decision that it would not be right for her to attend the event um then this model (laughs) gets really involved jasmine jasmine leonard right i don't know if i don't know if it's a name It's, it's been phrased it's a big thing um, made an open letter to the school screaming, shame on you, all caps. This is a little girl that has courageously battled cancer for over a decade. Since the age of four, she's been undergoing hospital treatments and operations and fighting for her life. I demand that Alex Dallas receives a formal apology letter from yourselves expressing sincere regret and remorse for the inexplicably insensitive way that she has been treated. I'm sorry, who the fuck are you? <laughs> And uh, she all it says she's model and she's Jasmine Leonard. I also demand that Alex. I demand. (laughs) This is the second demand uh, that Alex Dallas is immediately reimbursed in full for all costs associated to purchases her family made in relation to the prom. Speaking of Miss Dallas's previous experience with depression, she added, as someone who has also suffered from depression and anxiety for the majority of my life, I relate to Alex Dallas. I sympathize with Alex Dallas. I have compassion towards Alex Dallas. <laughs> so I think it's... it's model some... just got really... Re- that, 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 I just found it funny because, oh, yeah, yeah, that model her. was She's like, what the fuck's with... going on? She's got nothing to do but with fucking anything. She can the, fuck off. But... The knee-jerk reaction is, as you said, is like, oh, this school is taking a little bit of fine print because she didn't come in for an hour a day for two weeks. Oh, that means they don't have to let her in. But I think there is like another side. No, there is. Yeah, there's definitely like if, if she's asked to come in for an hour a day for two weeks. Yeah. And she's to the prom. Yeah. And she just doesn't. And there's no, there's nothing else from her apart from that. And then she just shows up expecting to get in. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like that's just not how the how the world works. And her parents should have been more responsible in not getting her fucking hopes up if they weren't going to be responsible enough to communicate with the school. Because yeah. it, if she's too ill to do so, it's on them. And if they didn't do it, well, they've just ruined the fucking night for her. It's not the school's fault. The school's laid out a very clear thing of what you need to do. And if 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 they very clearly communicated that she cannot do it, then then maybe you can have a conversation and be like, well, maybe the school needs to be a bit harsh. But if they've just, if they've just ignored it, 
then what the fuck is the school meant to do? Well, if the, even if, if they haven't ignored it, which means there's justified reasons why she was unable to be in school for an hour a day, yeah. I don't understand the anger about being told that maybe you shouldn't come in for six hours because it's not to dance yeah exactly because it's not a bunch responsible of people that you don't know yeah because it's not responsible to, for, to 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 have her there yeah well it's yeah it's people saying that you know people look forward to prom from the age of 11 and it's a magical romantic night for little girls is it i, I well, see the thing i don't know that's why i assumed it was in america because yeah. the prom in america is like a huge that's thing that's a big thing i've here. never really seen it as a big thing yeah. in, in the uk but then maybe times are changing yeah, I well, I don't know. Did did you go to a mixed school? Did you go to a, a single sex school? No, not mixed. Mixed school. I went to a single sex school up until I think like sixteen. Then they had like a mixed sixth form, and you know maybe there was something about um, like it was cool to have a mixed environment and to start talking. You know, having spending your days with 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 different sexes different sexes other sexes mm. that's what it was at the time yeah <laughs> um and yeah being at that point in your life kind of going through puberty and that and that is kind of important part so i could understand if it was like single sex all the way through and then you had prom when you could it was this whole big social event where mm. you got little girls got to meet little boys not little that sounded weird yeah girls get to meet boys etc and the kind of social event that maybe yeah. but yeah it's probably mixed maybe it was uh, it was england sorry yeah Maybe it was mixed. Maybe the North is just mixed. But yeah, everyone's shitting on this school. And it's like, well, maybe if, you, yeah, if your daughter is too sick to be an hour within the building, mm. there must be justified reason. Yeah. Or you just can't be asked. Yeah. And if you can't be asked, then yeah, there's the truancy argument. But if you literally can't, then why do you think you can be there for six hours or yeah. four hours or two hours? Or even if you're only there for half an hour, it's like you when literally couldn't come here. Yeah. At any point. When I when I was a kid, I took a I, I took a week off school because I was ill, um, and at the end of that week, I was meant to be going to a gig, and I was like fifteen or something. And my parents mm. wouldn't let me go, and like then I was really fucking pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Looking back, I mean, like, yeah, of course, you've been ill all fucking week. If you can't yeah. go to school, you can't go to a gig. <laughs> like, it's it's it it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, my, that's, that's, that's the whole point of the article. Yeah. The article is, yeah, people, it's the need, it's people not taking context into account. Yeah. And only going first level with it. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Um, let's start to dip into the dark. It's not, it's not, it's not that dark. Toe in the water. Toe in the water. Toe in the water. <laughs> Nick's toe in the water. Toe in the drink. <laughs> a woman from Vegas who died of brain injuries after being beaten into a coma. Oh, yeah. Going pretty quick in this toe in the water. <laughs> after Leg being... in the water. <laughs> Waste in the water. Drowning. <laughs> brain injuries in the water. Uh, by her ex-boyfriend predicted her own death on social media. All right. <laughs> it's fucking... Oh, again, maybe it's the same thing as last week where it's like you, ha- you kind of have to report this. It's a story that she predicted her own death. And then she died mm. because and it predicted her own death. Like she had an abusive ex-boyfriend or boyfriend and she was Facebook stating that she, this guy's going to kill me. Mm. And then he killed her. So you can kind of go, yeah, she predicted or maybe she was just trying to call out for help because she was afraid. Yeah. Uh, Stella Martinez was attacked and choked on the ground in her backyard on 3rd of June by Christopher Wood. Probably a different Chris Wood than the one that we know probably uh who had broken into her home according to police she died in hospital three weeks 
don't know. Do you think you do like a courtesy call? Oh, by the way, that guy that you sometimes play board games with choked a bitch on the ground. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Mr. Wood was arrested on attempted murder, attempted burglary, and domestic battery by strangulation. Oh, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Charges that are expected to be upgraded before the 14th of July. Upgraded. Upgraded from attempted to... No, he definitely did that. So these were her predictions. Right. I'll be dead before they do anything. That was the first one. Right. Like saying that her life is in danger. Well, no matter what she did, this guy's going to kill her. Yeah. The next one was, although I have no doubt you're still going to try to kill me, you'll never find me. Okay. Not as accurate a prediction. No, no, he found her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He found her in her back garden. Like, good, not... I don't want to sound harsh. Yeah. But if you're going to hide, don't hide in your house. Yeah. Like, that's where you both live. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't a bit of it that you know that he doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's a, it's a horrible case of domestic violence. Yep. And we should always be reminded that domestic violence is, well, we should always be aware that domestic violence is wrong and mm. evil and shouldn't be done. Um but it seems like the selling point of this article was the fact that she made some Facebook status updates. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I, I don't take Facebook statuses very serious. No. But from a lot of... Well, I don't take... so I ignore most of social media. Yeah. And it's not because... It's just because I just don't want to talk to most people anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I like, just... There was an event that we were going to go to. That I, I, you went to, I was going to go to, um, that I just didn't know about because somebody messaged me that I didn't want to talk to, and I just completely ignored it. <laughs> You're like, you come to this thing? What thing? That's you know the thing. No, when when did you send me it? Oh, someone else did. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll look through the. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I just wrote that off as something I didn't want to talk to. How <laughs> was it? While I was appendix exploding, you were tug of warring. Yeah, and it, was it? From what I've heard down the grapevine, there's lots of injuries. Yeah, that was fucking murderous. I didn't yeah. understand how how difficult it was, which in hindsight yeah. is kind of stupid because you're using the entirety of your body strength to counteract someone else's entirety of their body strength. Yeah. So it makes sense that you would be exerting the most possible energy that you could. Yeah, it was like dead weight is the hardest weight to move. Yeah. And this is dead, dead weight that's trying to get away movement. from you. Yeah. <laughs> plus anti-movement. Yeah, it's horrific. I got like, rope burns up my arm and bruises down my side and stuff. It was ace. Like, it was, it was, it was fun, but like, it was... What the fuck did we do? It was like a we did a, a best of three four times, and it does that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were five teams. We were one of them. Oh, okay, right. So yeah, we yeah, were yeah. against four different teams, <laughs> and we did a best of three against all of them. Best of three matches, round four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it makes yeah. sense. When... Yeah. Um. So, so like by the maybe halfway through, I was completely fucking knackered, and then we had another four more pulls to go. Yeah. And like, gee, fucking, like, I, I. Uh, Vicky's parts of Vicky's family that are on like a world championship team for tug of war. They, they weren't weren't <laughs> taking really stubborn people. They weren't taking. They, they weren't there at the event. But like this guy's like a it's, it's, he he tugs for England. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and um, yeah, I got a newfound respect for those people because like it's, it's it was fucking hard work. You expect it to be a laugh and a bit of fun, and it kind of was. It was fun and it was a bit of a laugh, but. Fucking Christ! We all we we finished and just all went and jumped in a river. It's when you get too many people is when it starts becoming a laugh. It was it was like eight on each one team. on one. You'd be like, it's a bit of a laugh. Mm. Two on two, 
Yeah, it's a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Four and four is like, well, this is this is a lot of energy. Yeah. In both camps. Yeah. And then eight on eight. Eight, eight <laughs> on eight. Yeah. Uh, but I don't mind because we were beaten by the potheads. Now, if I can motivate eight potheads <laughs> to get in a field and win something, then I'm I'm happy. Yeah. There's a joke in there about hallucinating that you were a Hershey bar or something. And they just <laughs> well, tried they, to... I try to pull it towards. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Why would you try and get away from that? Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, Sports Direct. Uh, yeah, I, I know Sports Direct. Yeah. yeah, do you have a respect for Sports Direct? Do you have a, 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 are they on, a, on, a, on a, an iconic level for you? Not really, were they the they ones... They will be. Were they, weren't they the ones that, um, like, the, the women at the factory f- felt so, like, worried about losing their job if they went home that they could gave birth in the bathrooms or something like that? What? <laughs> <laughs> They were so afraid of getting fired that they yeah. gave birth in the bathroom. Well, the, yeah, they pre- like pre- preg- there was there was there was a pregnant woman that was um, that that had requested time off, like maternity leave, and that. Um, and maternity leave is different to childbirth. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she'd re- she'd requested time off for maternity leave and or, or something, and they basically, in a backhanded kind of way, threatened, being like, "Yeah, look, you go go ahead and do that and whatever," but. You, your job might not be here when you get back. Yeah. So it's, and like for a lot of people that particularly work in factories and warehouses and stuff, there aren't a lot of other avenues for them. Typically, it's like a low education, low income kind yeah. of scenario. So and and there was a story about this uh, this woman that was so scared of losing a job that she stayed there until the last possible minute for while she was on um, while she while she was pregnant and ended up her water and, and ended up giving birth in the bathroom. Rather than going home, what is it, two weeks, three weeks earlier, like most... Well, rather than calling an ambulance. What? No, 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 it's not that. It's the, it's the fact that you don't generally give birth at work. You have a, you, there's, you ha- yeah, have yeah. a two to three week leeway between your due date and when you actually finish work. And but if, was, you're at, if you're at home and, you, and you, 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 your water breaks prematurely, yeah. you don't just go to the bathroom. Right, no, but essentially she worked right up to her, yeah, right up to when she was due because yeah. she didn't want to leave because she thought yeah. she wouldn't, she'd lose her job. But then her water broke, and I would say that the circumstances of the situation environment would change. Yeah, you'd be like, I should go to hospital now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then, then, yeah, if she couldn't get to hospital, but then there is a certain point of dilation where it's like it doesn't matter what we do, you're going to give birth. If we take you in the ambulance, you're going to give birth in the ambulance, so we may as well make you as comfortable as possible where you are. And the most comfortable place is the toilet. <laughs> In Sports Direct, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I didn't know about that. So yeah, there, there, there was loads of like accusations of slave labour and and underpayment <laughs> and like all, all kinds of shit. Like I think it was last year or the year before, and so just have, like horrific working environments for the people working behind the scenes. I don't know about it in the stores, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, that's a, that's a whole other conversation, I think, because yeah. it turns into they didn't force her to work there. Mm. She felt that she had to work there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's then you go, like, well, where's the Intimidation by the managers. And, yeah. yeah, but then there's, yeah, should you just not be intimidated? Yeah, it becomes yeah. a whole thing. Yeah, a whole it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole thing. But this see, is yeah, a, yeah, so why are they legends? This is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's their boss, this a legend, legend Mike Ashley. Uh, right. I'll tell you a little bit about him. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, he, he's, it's, it's a laddish humour, right? So there's probably a lot of people who would say this is stupid. Yeah. But... Yeah, fuck you, I'm Millwall. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Mike Ashley, the owner of Sports Direct, was given a... I haven't read most of this article, by the way. I yeah. just kind of put things in because I was in a rush because I saw it at the end. Uh, was given a round of applause for allegedly triumphantly vomiting in a fireplace <laughs> after winning a company drinking contest that involved 12 pints of lager, each with vodka. <sighs> The astonishing, this astonishing way of doing business is laid bare in a high court witness statement as part of a £14 million claim against the tycoon. Mr. Ashley's being sued by Jeff Blue, an investment banker, who alleges Mr. Ashley reneged on a deal made in a pub to pay him 15 million quid if the Sports Direct share price doubled within three years. In the event, Mr. Blue was paid £1 million. So they made a wager that now that he works there, he'll double their share value. Yeah. And they've made a bet of 15 million quid or something. Yeah. Um, and it happened and he only paid a million pounds. Yeah. Mr. Blue, who met Mr. Ashley when he's working for Merrill Lynch, the US investment bank, said his, said his statement, said in his statement, that the meetings were effectively a pub lock-in with alcohol continuing to be served well beyond closing hours with fish and chips or kebabs being provided. One such evening, in front of a senior management team, Mr. Ashley was claimed to have allegedly challenged a young Polish analyst in the team, Paul Pawlowski. <laughs> oh, no, it's just Polish, so Pavel, maybe? Pavel Pawlowski. Right. To a drinking competition. Mr. Ashley and Pavel would drink pints of lager with vodka between each pint, and the first to leave the bar, for whatever reason, was a loser. <laughs> After about 12 pints, Pavel apologised and had to excuse himself... Mr. Asher then vomited into the fireplace <laughs> to a huge applause. <laughs> Mr. Blue also claimed regular meetings were anything but regular. He said Mr. Ashley's ability to express boredom and frustration during client meetings knew no limits, including various episodes where he would lie underneath the meeting room tables to go to sleep. <laughs> Not addressing the situation. This, this is boring. I'm going for a sleep. You guys carry on. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just the fucking owner of this company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that fireplace? I'll tell you in a bit. Yeah. I'll tell you after this kebab. <laughs> I had a mate who worked in Sports Direct when um, I, I think I must have been like 15. <laughs> Oh, we used to do weird shit. We used to do, not pranks, but we used to just do stupid things in public to make each other laugh. Mm. So, like, one thing, we I lived around a learner driving area, so we would just, like, make placards to intimidate learner drivers. Yeah. That would say, like, whatever you do, don't stall. Yeah. And just glare at them as they were driving, and then they would stall, and we'd laugh. And uh, <laughs> when he worked at Sports Direct, I'd just go and dive into the shoe collection. <laughs> like, they just have these towers of shoe boxes. Yeah. I would just be like, ooh, 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 <laughs> all over. Oh, <laughs> uh, they fucking loved you. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the best thing about the falls is not the fall; it's the amount of mess you can make trying to get up, <laughs> pulling more shit over, yeah. and like, it's, yeah. They said these soles were cushioned. <laughs> I don't feel very comfortable with this mountain of shoes. <laughs> So that's why he's a legend. I thought there was more to that story, but yeah, these are the idea of going to sleep under the desk. Like, Fuck this, I'm out. I'm out. Um, the world, in other news, the World Taekwondo Federation has changed its name because of negative con connotations associated with its previous initials. WTF. <laughs> 
It felt in the digital age, the slang of the old abbreviation was unrelated to our organization. And it was important that we embraced or rebranded to better engage with our fans. Yeah. Have you, have you done a bit of what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the what the fuck championship. <laughs> now we'll just change it to the uh, world, to just to world taekwondo. <laughs> the Olympic, the... Olympic gold in what the fuck. <laughs> Uh, the change was made before the start of the 2017 World Taekwondo Championships. <laughs> what the fuck championships? <laughs> but there was the same thing with fucking wrestling, wasn't there? <laughs> well, well, is this the World Wrestling Federation? <laughs> is it the World Wildlife Fund? <laughs> yeah. Just so fucking stupid. Well, you just couldn't separate the two. <laughs> you just couldn't look at the emblem. Which, for the World Wildlife Fund, I think is a panda. Yeah. And the World Wrestling Federation is like scrawled letters on a, on a belt. <laughs> well, this is obviously the panda yeah. fund. I went to watch the animal conservation uh, event that they were putting on and the two zookeepers were shirtless and hitting each other with chairs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, I think the chairs were even made out of bamboo. I mean, just, <laughs> don't waste the food, man. Yeah. Don't waste yeah. it. Are those chairs vegan friendly? <laughs> Speaking of which, you've probably heard about this, mm. but uh, um, speaking of which, I'll just start because it, it kind of buries the lead, but I've kind of opened the lead uh, already. Mm. Um, I understand now why you all identify with country music. It's slow, it's simple, and it's boring, just like each and every one of you. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. As the crowd grew increasingly hostile, the wrestlers' remarks become more politically tinged. You know what? I think Bernie Sanders would have made a great Secretary of State. Yeah. <laughs> I want to exchange your bullets for bullet points. Bullet points of knowledge. <laughs> he even called Donald Trump a con man. And the crowd exploded in jeers, saying things like, say, sh shouting things like, shut up. <laughs> Strange indeed, but then the muscular man's shirt read, Not my president. Ooh. Yeah. Meet the wrestler who goes by the name Progressive Liberal. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Richards, the most hated character in Kentucky's Appalachian Mountain Wrestling Program, yeah. a small professional wrestling circuit. His moves include smugness, condescension, <laughs> and whining. <laughs> Uh, his shtick is simple. He plays a smug, liberal elitist who lectures the audience on political matters. His enemies are Fox News maggots, and his fictional character hails from DC. His wrestling shorts bear a donkey, which I think is a Republican image. No, uh, Democrat. Oh, is it a Democrat thing? Oh, yeah. the, it's an elephant. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood. Um, he insults his fans' Appalachian accents, correcting them. Do you live in a holler? No, you live in a hollow. <laughs> Bit of a dick. Um, he even calls his finishing signature wrestling move the liberal agenda. Yeah. <laughs> he comes to the ring in the shirt that's just emblazoned with thousands of Hillary Clinton faces. <laughs> <laughs> One fan threatened that if that fucking liberal shows up at a different show, I'm getting my gun. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, it's just this is a great idea for a character. It's yeah. just, it's, it just changes. It, it makes everything so passive aggressive. Yeah. In something that I'm assuming is quite openly aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I haven't I haven't I haven't been able to watch much of wrestling, but it's I know there's like the kind of what they call it in here, but there's a certain name for a character that you are meant to hate. A heel. A heel. Yeah. Yeah. A heel. So like they bring in people who are like. Uh, win by sneaky and conniving yeah. methods, like yeah. sneak up behind people and hit them with chairs. Yeah. Boo. This yeah. guy just has a different political view to <laughs> Just, he, he voted differently. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> dick. And he's like the most hated person in the company. <laughs> he shows up again, I'm getting my gun. <laughs> What he's not, he's not doing anything spectacular. He's just saying that he disagrees with. Oh, I wear I wear a shirt with Hillary Clinton on it. You <laughs> bastard! How dare you! But then I guess the stereotypical fan of wrestling is very right wing. The rednecks, yeah, you know, trailer uh, I mean, park people, yeah, not of people. the not of the main product generally these days. Although advertisers no. still think it is for some reason, but the demographics are hell of a lot broader because just because it's worldwide now, like it's not, mm. it's not still in these like backyard territories. They have it stuff. in Italy, yeah. Well, like the, I don't know why, but that seems weird. The, the like the, the Italians are like, hey, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> hey, hit him with the chair. <laughs> That's good. Throwing mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> Except if you wanted to keep on with the stereotypes, it would, it would just be someone who cooks badly, <laughs> openly in front of the progressive chef, the lazy chef. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to make the marinara sauce with tin tomatoes. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> it's that same ridiculous... It's they so weren't ripened on the vine. <laughs> it's so fucking passive-aggressive. <laughs> People are getting so pissed off with this passive aggressiveness. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah, in wrestling as well, wasn't there a Trump tweeted him wrestling CNN, which was yeah, just him but... wrestling someone who had the face of a CNN microphone. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> when was it? It was a WrestleMania, like I don't know. I yeah, he got involved with ten years something, ago, and it was like it was like a hair versus hair match. So, which right. is like. But it was him versus Vince, but they had two proxies who were wrestling each other. So Trump didn't actually wrestle anyone. And basically, whoever proxy lost meant that their manager, either Vince or Donald, would have to have their head shaved. And obviously, Donald Donald's guy won because Donald Trump's a vain prick and he would never shave his head for entertainment. Like, yeah, that's yeah. just how it is. Um, but uh, yeah, and like partway through the match, she got up and lamped Vince. Right. Very unconvincingly. Okay. Right. Sorry, I thought you said by proxy. I thought you meant someone dressed as Donald Trump. No, no, no. Whilst no. So they were admitting ringside. that he wasn't Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> they were, it's, it's like it's, it's like two emperors sending sending their best yeah. gladiators in. But the, in the gift that was, it was Donald Trump throwing the punch. Or yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I've seen Schwarzenegger jump in the ring. Yeah, and do something. So yeah. yeah, it's just whatever. Schwarzenegger <laughs> beat up the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> what a hero. <laughs> Uh, I'm still impressed by Don by um, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger every day. Yeah. Fucking everything he does, it just uh, yeah, it's a bit of a legend. Yeah, <laughs> well done, man. Well done. Yeah, keep the dream alive. Yeah, that's that's me for this week. Okay, I'll just uh, I'll work through this. Um, Oprah Winfrey and Channing Tatum, mm-hmm. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Michael Sarah. 
Mario Lopez and Tina Fey. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba and Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. Okay, this list goes on. Uh, Kate Blanchett and Kate Beckinsale. Uh, Shakira and Alec Baldwin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gary Busey and Bradley Cooper. Right. Jennifer Lopez and Sarah Jessica Parker. Lawrence Fishburne and Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Nicolas Cage and Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, Betty White and Janine Garofalo. I had to look up Janine Garofalo because I wasn't entirely sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, oh, like the, a nineties. The list is right. Anyway, uh, the, the list is uh, twenty-two celebrities that look nothing alike. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most pointless thing I've ever fucking seen on Buzzfeed. Like it, it, it just yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Who was Samuel L. Jackson paired with? Uh, well, that's the thing. I think they were trying to be a bit politically correct and be like, "Oh, not all black guys look the same," which I guess is true. But like, it, it, you could have. Th- it was. Uh, so, so it was um, Lawrence, Lawrence uh, Fishburne, Sam, Samuel L. Jackson, and, and Lawrence Fishburne. Now they look a bit similar, right? Yeah, the, they, they don't look nothing alike. Exactly, and and it's not because they're black. It's if you put them side by side. Depend, I mean, Lawrence Fishburne's got more pock marks. Yeah, and you know, is Samuel L. Jackson is a bit more shiny. Yeah, but yeah, I think that they haven't played similar roles. But I think that they have been confused in the part. Well, that was a racist thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Where I think it was in extras, Ricky Gervais confused Samuel L. Jackson for Lawrence Fishburne. I bet that's, that's probably why they did it. Yeah, yeah, just because there's a reference in it in a, in a big yeah, TV show. Maybe Leonardo DiCaprio, Michael Sarah, they don't look completely different. No, they've both got small faces. Yeah, like yeah. Oprah Winfrey and Channing Tatum. I'll give them. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shakira and Alec Baldwin. Yeah, you could say that you they look say that very they don't different. Quite look. Yeah. Yeah, you can no. say that. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Betty White and Janine Graffler. But how do you, how do you qualify? <laughs> like, I guess I guess it's portrait it's only. subjective. So it's just facially. Yeah. Different. Yeah. So you'd have different eye... Even eye colour is not that big a thing, is it? Like, it's not no. a big identifier. I mean, if you no. have someone with dark blue eyes versus someone with dark green eyes... But then you if could you say said Alec Baldwin and Bradley Cooper, I'd say, no, they, they eye-wise, like, they're quite similar. It's that striking blue right. thing. So I guess you yeah, could they relate could, the two. They, they don't they look. Be... What I'm saying is they don't look completely different. <laughs> yeah. It was 22 celebrities that look nothing alike. Like some of them do look a little bit alike. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I just found that weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could list other people who don't look like things. Yeah, that's just it. Why <laughs> stop at 22? Why not just carry on? Just, just keep fucking going. The Rock was and this a, tree. a was this a click? page by page to find no 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 it was all listed on one page that's the only reason that's I how, that's them how all uninteresting they knew it was yeah, <laughs> yeah put them all on one <laughs> fucking buzzfeed um right uh anyway from that to suicide oh, um uh, a school in london has come under fire after telling 60 teenage pupils to write suicide notes during an english assignment yeah um Oh, and that's controversial because if they write a suicide note, they're all going to die. Yeah, it's not fucking that final destination film. (laughs) Well, it was more that there'd been quite a few suicides in the school and it was somewhat insensitive to... to... Why? (laughs) Why is it insensitive to write a suicide note but not write an, an article about the Holocaust? What? In school, you write about history, right? But you don't, you don't pers- you you never personally write a suicide note, right? I think every suicide note is somewhat personal. Right, but if someone came up to you and yeah. said, "Look, write about why you want to kill yourself," yeah, I would find that a bit fucking weird. Why? 
Because I don't want to kill myself. Then write about that. <laughs> but it, They're not it, telling you that, yeah, it, it's it's the same as, um, 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 there's loads of examples like this where you're told to be, your perspective is challenged to put yourself, like, um, what's the thing they do in, in World War II history? They try and say, hmm. you have to write from the perspective of yeah. a German citizen now, that's, and why that, you would do something. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Now, I, I, started, I, I started going through this and I was like, yeah, that's a bit... I don't understand the exercise, but then they actually went into it and they were like, it's, you, you've got to write, um, write a suicide note from the perspective of Lady Macbeth because she took her own life or in, yeah. in, the, in the play or whatever. But I would see and benefits. Then, from... And I see benefits to that, but that's not what was pushed and that's not what the parents are fighting against. But like that's the parents what I, are saying, I like, see what they're doing as, as beneficial. Why don't you go home and write about the things that you see if feel... you can empathize with Lady Macbeth in some way and and show us that you understand how she was. No, I see it as like as, that, a, as a personal or that you can put yourself in that a situation. Personal exploration or... thing of like relating to nobody. Just go mm. home and write a suicide, write your suicide note. Yeah, and by writing it, you're exploring that side of yourself, and that you might be able to find uh, unearth things that you may need to. Uh... I've I've never written a suicide note. No, but, no, but as, as an exercise. You know, um, what you have things like write a letter to yourself in 10 years. Yeah. Or, you know, um, write a letter to um, something that's about like self-care is write how you would help someone in your situation. Yeah. And then go, why aren't you doing that? Yeah. Yourself? It's like trying to ch- try, trying to make uh, people understand empathy or. Yeah. Or yeah. just tr- trying to rel- just, just to re- just to change your perspective. Yeah. On something. And I think that. By telling, what's the opposite of that? The opposite of that is, I mean, the opposite doesn't really apply, right? You can't just no. go, don't write a suicide note. Because that <laughs> sounds yeah. stupid, right? All right. <laughs> but, you know, force, if you if there were kids being told they're not allowed to write suicide notes, yeah. that would be a negative. Yeah. You'd be like, well, that would probably drive more people to suicide because they just want to write. Yeah. Right? But, uh, but yeah, by changing, but by, by tabooing it, it's, yeah, it, it's a taboo. The problem is it's taboo, mm. is I think what this, the whole anger's about, is, oh, you shouldn't do that because that means they're thinking about suicide and they're going to kill themselves. Yeah. It's like, well, you're, you're their parents. Yeah. Talk to your kids. Yeah. Don't fucking just be like, oh, well, if the school tells them to write a suicide, like, well, then they're just killing my kid, aren't they? Yeah. Nothing yeah. I can do. Yeah. No, I, th- uh, I th- th- most of the outrage come, came from one woman whose, whose daughter had... She said her daughter was quite outspoken and she had three friends from that school who had all committed suicide. Mm. Now, uh, because this is just the way my brain works, <laughs> um, my immediate thought was, if your daughter's friends all killed themselves, maybe there's something wrong with your daughter. <laughs> yeah, there's one constant in yeah. this equation. <laughs> Yeah, like the, what is what is the Jim Jeffries thing about about uh, all my husbands beat me? Yeah, like yes, yeah. This, like <laughs> first one, I'll give you that. Second one, third one, maybe you're a bit of a cunt. <laughs> yeah. But again, that that person should explore the tragedies of suicide and yeah. should try and figure out her own emotions on the subject. Yeah, yeah I think it's it, but the, it's parents not wanting to expose their children to certain Yeah, things. it's a knee-jerk like, reaction of just sort of ignore all of this. Everything's fine. Just, pre- just pretend, pretend the world that everything's fine. Yeah, is a and happy they're like, place. no, you've, you've, your daughter's lost three friends to suicide. We should yeah. address this. No, because if you address it, she'll get upset. Yeah. Like, well, no, yeah, she needs to get upset. She needs to deal with She's, this kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so that was funny. 
Um, (laughs) That was a toe in the water. (laughs) (laughs) My toe is soaked. Um, Okay, in uh, lighter news, uh, a Michigan man who tried uh, has uh, burnt his garage down after trying to use fireworks to remove a bee's nest. It <laughs> seems like a very it's Nick not, response yeah. to finding a bee's nest. It's not beyond reason. Like it has, you would expect after some fireworks have gone off inside a beehive, the bees might leave. Yeah. You, there, there's some logic there. I used fireworks to open up my wheelie bin once. I was there. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and to open the cereal. <laughs> Yeah, there is some logic there. I mean, I don't think I would do it to a live beehive because there's a, there's also some logic that says that beehive might find you. Yeah, like depending on what firework you put in it, it might it's launch just, itself at you. You see, it just says that it was a smoke bomb. Now I don't consider it's that a firework. firework. But then, how did it burn his garage down? Yeah, I don't know. Explosives seem like a great way to get rid of a bee's nest. Yeah, yeah. But, Maybe not at the expense of your house. Yeah. Well, bees are in quite inter- are intelligent enough to, to target an attacker en masse. Yeah. Based on when they j- just when get they out of the hive. they feel threatened. Yeah, yeah, like, as soon as the bees come out of the hive, they'll be like, that guy over there. Yeah. It's hard to... Bees. How did they do that with a remote charge? <laughs> <laughs> but then he probably threw it. So, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Um, but yeah, he lost his garage. Yeah, he burnt his garage down with the with the firework. How can you burn a garage down? Isn't it designed not to be flammable? Not not to be flammable, but a garage designed to be like impenetrable to explosives. No, but it didn't blow up. It burnt down. Firework. Yeah. So, so like, it, it's made from brick. It's made from cheaper materials and like yeah, brick and. I'm guessing it, no windows. Yeah, you know, but typically roof. garages have. The flammable stuff in them. If you, yeah, if you have a house, yeah. like oil and fuel and, I don't know, paint strippers and that kind of shit. Yeah, we wouldn't burn... I know, we're probably being stupid. But mm. not burnt down. It probably went ablaze. Yeah. <laughs> says burnt down. I prefer... <laughs> <laughs> the bees. It was, this happened in the house of wax. Yeah. <laughs> bees kept on taking his wax. And uh, he got pissed, so he gave them a Catherine wheel. No, a fucking smoke grenade. No, but smoke is meant to be used against bees. There's so much logic in this. <laughs> smoke is used to move bees. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he gave it to a, flush I mean, them out of a hive. Yeah, so, I mean, he added a bomb, but it was a smoke <laughs> bomb. But, like, it was, you know. First they go out of the hive, and then they explode. See, but that's the shittiest firework as well, isn't it? A smoke bomb. I want a firework that makes it difficult to see all the other fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> he got what he deserved. He got a shit firework. He yeah. should have just set fire to something <laughs> that would have moved them. Um right. This is this is the last one I've got. They've they've all been really good so far. Um, <laughs> um a man is in trouble after attacking his wife because she became too balanced and calm. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can understand that. <laughs> like, if someone's... Well, I mean, that's it. the one that's implying that they're acting out of character. Yeah. So maybe there's something wrong. Better attack. Or, like, it also implies that it just wants to spice up the relationship. Yeah. But, I, yeah. 
I mean, really, for, for me, this article brought into question just how much damage you can do with a skimmer, which is which is uh, a skimmer is a is a ladle with holes in it. The man what? broke both her arms. Wait, wait, wait. What's the one that you use? That's a strimmer. Yeah, that's a that's a garden. And you're using a skimmer. A skimmer is a ladle. Is, it's a ladle with holes in it that you use right. to skim the tops of soups and stews and stuff. Right. He broke both her arms with it. Like, <laughs> but you can kill someone with a frying pan. I guess there's something weird about you came up with, utensils. If you, if you came up with me with a ladle, I'm not sure I'd run away. I consider it. I'd, it I'd would think, hurt if it hit you on the head. I would think you'd be like that's a. This is going to be a mildly irritating. I wouldn't think this is going to break both my arms. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't think it's going to break my arms. But I would be like this, like getting hit on the head with a ladle would be more than a bump on the head. Yeah, for me, it'd be like that's pretty painful. Yeah. So I guess if hit on the arm with real, I guess maybe I wouldn't expect I it to can't break see my how arms. It works physically. Like I, I understand he needs to be punished, but we also need to learn from him because <laughs> like we, he's got the strength of the sun well we've got people in the army with guns that can't seem to kill people but like if you give him a fucking ladle and get this guy to train him maybe they do some damage i don't know i'd like to see a steven seagal or jean-claude van damme film where they use nothing but cutlery <laughs> yeah. they ju- they always seem to go with knives with i think the right to bear ladles yeah exactly and they have the perfect chance in under siege and under siege 2 like yeah. where he's playing a chef but it just never happened. But you can kill... That's the, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, you can kill people with anything. Mm. Literally anything. Literally anything. Yeah, it's, you can find a way to kill someone with anything. But yeah, you can but kill But you can't necessarily like... find a way to break someone's arms with anything. That's creative. Yeah. <laughs> that's thinking outside the box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's more than a toe in the water. Um... <laughs> Anyway, uh, previously she'd scolded him and criticised him. For scolded every- him with soup that she delivered <laughs> by a ladle. <laughs> oh, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but she scolded him whilst being too balanced. Previously. Previous pr- to prior- her being balanced. Pr- yes. Pri- okay. prior, to, prior to this, she'd, uh, she'd scolded him and criticised him for every misdemeanour. But lately his wife had taken anti-stress medication and he claimed he faced a lack of proper reaction from his spouse to his <laughs> comments and behaviour. This led to his attack on her, which resulted in the unnamed woman's broken arms. Uh, after this domestic violence, he called for an ambulance and she was taken to hospital. But due to her injuries, doctors called the police and the man was detained. Uh, the woman had been taking stress-reducing pills for several weeks, which helped her not to react uh, to what her husband said, explained a spokesman from the local interior ministry. I guess that's, some, that's a thing in Russia, maybe. Um, uh, she, hadn't, she, she, she didn't even get angry when he came home drunk. The man couldn't bear her being so calm and composed, so he attacked her. Very Russian. <laughs> well, I mean, the silent treatment is a real thing. Like, it provokes a reaction. That's why people do it, isn't it? I guess. Like, and it is designed but to... But it was medicated. Like, it wasn't... It was, she wasn't being standoffish. She but was... it's hard to tell, isn't it? Like, if someone's just sat there just facing... If I first started staring at the wall, just not listening to anything you were saying. Yeah. And you were trying to, you know, trying to engage. But it's you under... get aggressive because you're pissed off because your wife isn't being aggressive. No, it's because you're not being engaged. Uh... You know what I mean? Like, if you, if, if you, if you went to, uh, I don't know, the, the, the supermarket, if you went to Tesco, yeah. and there was a cashier there, and you were asking for something, and they just didn't respond, yeah. you'd get angry. 
Yeah. Not because they were not being aggressive, but because they were actively ignoring you. Yeah. So then that would just escalate to more and more. But I think it's interesting that, <laughs> that he wasn't relieved now that she's not actively... Well, I can't remember what the wording was, but she was criticising him and, and being yeah, aggressive. scolding and Scolding him and stuff like that. And now that she's stopped... Yeah, he didn't take that as like, a, oh, everything's great now. Yeah, he was like, no, now I must still be a fuck up. But now it's wrong my turn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was deeply frustrated by her lack of criticism and rebukes. Yeah, so because she didn't answer back and because she wasn't criticizing him when he came home pissed, so yeah. he broke both her arms. So now that we justified battery and assault, I'm out of stories. <laughs> <laughs> For more Let's episodes of Second Ellie Got Disgusting Workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod for anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature. Or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at PullingTeeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week. <laughs>